0: This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. I am super excited right now because this is the episode that I've been wanting to do for several weeks now, but something was telling me we needed to sneak in the previous two episodes where we basically reflected on the things we've lost, and then last time we talked a lot about the things that we're grateful for, but because you and I are locked up together and we're experiencing The global pandemic together. I've been sitting here racking my brain, trying to think of the things that I know are going to help you the most and even help me the most. Let's face it, because again, it's not just a slogan anymore, my dear. We're in this together, right? So, several years ago, I don't know if people really know this about me, but when I was in my early 20s, I worked for. Tom Hopkins, who was considered the world's premier sales trainer. He wrote a book called How to Master the Art of Selling. And if you've heard, you may not have heard of him, but you might have heard of um, people like Zig Ziglar or Les Brown and some of these Brian Tracy, Anthony Robbins. And so we were kind of on the circuit with trainers like that. And I was one of his representatives. I traveled all over the United States and Canada training salespeople. And then our company started representing Jim Rohn, who was basically the mentor to Tony Robbins, who wrote the book Unlimited Power. And again, folks, you may not have heard of this because I'm kind of dating myself now, but let's just say back in the um, 1990s and even in the 80s, these guys were superstars and they were teaching people how to become You know, more positive in their lives and things. At the beginning of the show, I talked to you about the fact that I don't like negativity. And as I've been spending this pandemic time reflecting on my life, I really think that working for these guys was probably one of the reasons why um, the idea of being positive all the time and not being willing to express any negativity was kind of beat into my mind during my early 20s because I worked for these organizations. Because we would get up every morning. This was back in the days when we had cassette tapes. And so we would have all these motivational cassette tapes and we would put them in our car because we didn't have digital. Hello. I know. I sound like a relic right now. Hee <laughs> hee. Oh, well. And we would just... um listen to positive messaging all day long. And when we got to the office, we'd be like clapping our hands and jumping up and down and being very positive and then going out into the world. And I was doing these presentations for like car dealerships, insurance offices, real estate companies. And I really went into just about every industry that you can think of traveling around like kind of like a traveling circus It was a very strange job. I mean, I guess at the time I thought it was normal, but I can definitely see now that it was really, really weird. And so, you know, I got to work with a lot of people, and part of it was to just teach people how to be positive, and that by being positive, before you go into your day, then positive things would show up for you. Very, very, very interesting Um, And again, as I can see it now, a very, very weird uh, life, to say the very least. So as I was working in this motivational industry, and then I began writing books of my own, I wrote a book several years ago called The Life You Deserve that was actually endorsed by the Tom Hopkins organization. And I've written books on sales training as well that Tom Hopkins actually endorsed. My book, The Life You Deserve, was endorsed and promoted by Mark Victor Hansen, the chicken soup for the soul guy, who many of you may or may not have heard of. Very, very famous. And the publisher who published that back in the day, I ended up getting the rights back on it. Sometimes publishers have financial problems, so I took the rights back. But when I republished it, I decided to call the book Creating the Life You Want because the book, The Life You Deserve, it never really resonated with people. When I say The Life You Deserve, I'm talking about the very best life, you know, like where you're living, you know, maybe you're riding out on your yacht or you're driving your Porsche or something. But I soon realized that most people just really don't see themselves like that. And some people actually thought that the life they deserved was more like a punishment rather than a reward. And so I changed the name of the book, but the contents really remain the same. And one of the big things about the book that I feel is so valuable that started thinking about again lately, as we've been forced into seclusion, everything we were doing just a couple of months ago has come to a screeching halt. And even though many of us may be going back to work, the work we're going back to certainly doesn't look the same. We're asked to wear masks. We can't stand next to our friends. We're still being asked to the best of our ability to engage in social distancing And some people don't even have a job to go back to anymore. I mean, our lives have been destroyed. The life that we knew a couple months ago does not exist anymore. That's the bottom line. And when we're on this treadmill of life, it's very difficult for us to get in touch with the things that really matter to us. And so I was reminded of this book, Creating the Life You Want, because there's an exercise in this book about our values, you know, helping us to get off of the treadmill, out of the chaos of our daily existence, and really sit down and start to think about the things that matter the most to us in our lives, because it's very, well... I want to say it's time-consuming, but again, it's just something that we're not always thinking about because we're too busy in the outer world. But guess what? Ever since this happened, we're not so busy anymore, are we? So what I want to do with us in this episode is talk about our values. You know, your values really drive a lot of your current behavior. But most people, because of the chaos in the outer world as of late, or if we were previously so busy at our jobs just trying to get by, we really are completely out of touch with what we actually value in our life. So now that we've been forced to slow down a little bit, It's a wonderful time to get in touch with our values. You know, your values are deep-rooted drivers that are influencing your decision-making, whether you realize it or not. So where do these values come from? They could come from your parents, your peers, the world around you social groups, clubs, religions, various organizations that you belong to, your employers. And they can also be created through your past successes and your past failures. But what I have learned myself that you may have found also is that your beliefs and your values can actually change over the course of your lifetime, especially when we're going through times like the ones we're going through now, when everything that we've taken for granted has literally been destroyed. The rug has been pulled up from under us, and we are forced to come back to our lives and look at things in a totally new way than we did before. And so what I want to do today, we're going to read a list of values and I'm just going to read these to you while we listen to some relaxing music and I'm just going to challenge you to just notice the ones that really pop and either jot them down or make a mental note. I think you're going to have to write them down somewhere though of the things that really stand out to you and this can help you start to reshape your reality at a very deep level. Okay, so in just a moment. I'm going to go ahead and play some music. So while we listen to this relaxing music together, I am going to be reading a list of values to you, and I just want you to notice which ones stand out, and you may want to write them down. Or you may want to just listen to this once and then just go back and listen to it again. Okay? So just notice the things that are standing out in your mind without too much effort on your part. Okay, so here we go. Achievement. Advancement. Adventure. Appearance. Arts. Authority. Challenge, Charity, Competition, Communication, Community, Country, Creativity, Democracy, Diplomacy, Environment, Ethical Practice, Fairness, Fame, family, friendship, fun, harmony, honesty, integrity, intelligence, intimacy, knowledge, loyalty, money, nature. Peace, personal growth, power, recognition, religion, security, self-respect, serenity, stability, status, teamwork, tolerance. Tradition, wealth, wisdom, work. So how did you do with that exercise? Were you at all surprised by the things that really jumped out at you? As I mentioned before we started the exercise sometimes your world gets rocked and your reality gets turned completely upside down. And I think it would be safe to say that for most of us, that has happened to us in 2020. We were doing one thing and we've had to totally abandon that for this new reality. And this is the perfect time to be reviewing this because this is definitely important things to consider and to review during different parts of your life. And we're all going through a collective chapter change, let's just say, in our life stories. And so it's perfect. And so I hope this helped you. Just remember, you might want to listen to this a few times and definitely consider going over this again at different times during the life journey. We'll be right back. Hey friends, it's Dr. Shelley. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or trauma, check out my book, Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories. This is a book filled with amazing case histories of clients who have successfully healed their anxiety and trauma and it has a lot of guided journeys in it designed to help you get through these challenging times click on my website at pastlifelady.com follow the book links and check out meet your karma the healing power of past life memories today Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Before the break, you did a very powerful exercise where basically I read a list of values to you. You were able to go through those and hopefully come up with things that really popped that really had meaning to you at this point in your life. And what is fascinating, if you really take a deeper look at yourself, is that in the last couple of months since we've been going through this global pandemic, you may notice that some of those values have actually shifted and have become different than what you would have answered if I had asked you these same questions in January of 2020. Isn't that amazing? And I want to share a story. We're going to do another exercise here in a minute. But before I do that, I wanted to share a story about someone I met years ago, one of my clients, and why this kind of self-reflection is so important. So I had a client who came to me for past life and spiritual coaching and things like that. And we started talking about her values Because she was doing what I have talked to us collectively about throughout this whole series. She was beating herself up. And she said she wanted to come have a session because she was upset at herself because she was not concentrating enough on her job. And she knew in her heart and soul that she could actually do better at work, but there was just something that was blocking her from doing better at work. And so I've told you and I've told myself again and again that beating ourselves up is not helping anyone. And sometimes I think beating yourself up, whether we can really see that at the time or not, because, you know, we're in our own minds. It's very hard to see ourselves. When you're beating yourself up, that can actually be a symptom, let's just say, of The soul trying to communicate with you that if you're beating yourself up, maybe you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so for some reason with this woman in particular, I thought, you know, we need to get busy and do a values assessment with her, just like the one that you and I just did before the break. And what came to pass, long story short, was that when she looked at that list that I gave you. She realized that work, if we were going to prioritize it, work was very, very low on her list. And she came through that process with this epiphany about the fact that she really just wanted to get married and start a family. And then she, she really, she was uh, sitting across from me. She kind of had a, a visual, a visceral visual shift in her physiology. When she said that. And you can just see she was just lighting up from within when she even thought about that. And then she proceeded to stop and to go back apologizing about the fact that she wasn't interested in work. And I said, excuse me, do you not get it? You don't need to be sorry for wanting the things that you want in this life. And if you're not interested in work, then you need to stop focusing on that. I mean, yes, I understand. And let me say this to you too, friend. We all have to make a living. I get that. But if that is not where your heart is, then make a living, do what you need to do to pay the bills and then don't apologize for it. Start focusing on how am I going to meet this partner or where am I going to go to meet them? You know, and putting your energy into the thing that you actually value in your life. So very long story, very short. um, I connected with her down the road and she got married and now she's got some kids and she's so, so happy in her life. She doesn't work anymore. Her work, her life's work, which is the important work she wants to do is taking care of her family and raising her children. And that's wonderful. (laughs) So I share that story with you because I've been asking both of us, because I beat myself up too. We all do it. I'm asking us to stop beating ourselves up. And if we are beating ourselves up about something, could we look deeper and ask ourselves if we're beating ourselves up because our soul really is not resonating with that anymore? Maybe, you know, I think a lot of times like we do things for other people or we do things because we have to do them. And don't get me wrong, you know, in this earlier part of my career, I used to work with a lot of business people because of my background and training. And so when I'm talking about values, I'm not necessarily talking about what you do for a living, because I don't think that the thing you love, like your hobby or your joy, necessarily has to do with what you do to make a living. Believe me, you can take it from me. Uh, I have been making a living doing things I enjoy for many years, but that is not always a blessing because you can't get away from it, you know? So sometimes you may go take a job, do that job to pay your bills, and then when you're not at work, there's time there that you could be investing in your hobbies, the things you enjoy, and then you can escape your work and do this thing that you enjoy in the solitude of your own mind that can bring you peace and harmony. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to turn that into your vocation. Sometimes I think that's actually not what you need to be doing. You need to take that thing that you love and use that as your escape and as your peaceful, quiet space that you have for yourself. And so all I'm asking here is that we take this time that we've been given through the universe. We've stopped what we do we were doing before, let's just say. So, how can we use that break in the action to take a closer look at the things we are doing or the things we're not doing, and maybe realize that there's new things. Maybe we've started doing new things in the last couple months that we had never done before. Or maybe we were forced to or felt like we finally had the time to start to do some things that we actually enjoyed that maybe we hadn't done in many years, and maybe we found some joy in that. And so all I'm saying is all of us need to say, what are the new things that we're bringing to the table that we do enjoy so that when we move into Um, getting back to business, whatever that's going to look like, that we can start to realize that we need to take more time doing more of the things we enjoy, spending time with the people we enjoy, and spending less time doing the things that we really don't value anymore or that are not important to us because as we do more of what we love, that is how we create more happiness, peace, and harmony in Our lives. So, our final exercise today that's pretty interesting, I'm going to share a list. We're going to play some music here again in a minute. I'm going to share another list of opposites so that you can just listen to those. And just decide which of these you're resonating with more. And I think that can also help us get in touch with our deeper feelings. And you can either write these down or just notice them in your mind so that you can start to get in touch with your deepest beliefs and your deepest values. Ready? Okay, let's play some music. So if you haven't already, you might want to settle in as we listen to this pleasant music together, and I'm going to just read a list of conflicting views, or let's call them opposites. Here they go. Ready? Love or money? Democrat or Republican? Conservative or liberal? Capitalism or Socialism, Charity or Greed, Fame or Solitude, Spontaneity or Predictability, Independence or Union, Stability or Change. So what did you think of that exercise? I think when you present things in such polarizing terms as what we just did in that last exercise, it's pretty easy to get in touch with what you actually value. And some of those things seem to be a little bit more, um, I don't know, lifelong values. But again, lately I think we've all been uh, having a paradigm shift. Let's just put it that way. And so you may find that some of those values that are that polarizing and that opposite may have also changed over the course of the last few months in particular. But above all, um, I hope it's just giving you some food for thought. And so in upcoming episodes, we're going to continue the journey to creating more peace, more happiness and stability in our lives as we move forward through this global pandemic. Speaking of the idea of peace versus polarity, I've mentioned the Buddhists in the past on this program. And of course, the Buddhist way is in the middle path, meaning I presented a list of opposites to you So that hopefully you're saying, well, I'm a little bit more like this and a little less like that. But I believe that true happiness comes from the middle path. And what the Buddhists certainly teach is that we're not supposed to run kicking and screaming from any group, any idea, but we're supposed to maintain a peaceful neutrality within that. And I think that's where Happiness begins to emerge. So, these lists and things are simply to stir the thoughts and to get you thinking about the things that are important to you so that happiness is and peace really is what emerges in the end. We'll be right back. Healing Arts is sponsored in part by pastlifelady.com, my official website where you can find information about past life regression, my books, energy healing methods, gems, stones, and minerals, and more. Visit pastlifelady.com for more details and through the generous donations from supporters like you. Click on the links to discover how you can support the Healing Arts program. And thank you in advance. Namaste. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm Dr. Shelley Kerr visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Wow, where did the time go? I can't believe it. Another episode is over. So I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of values and I hope it's helped you to get in touch with the things that are important to you in your life. And if... You are able to make a living and create a vocation out of the things that you love. That's wonderful. But just know that if that's not you right now, that's okay. Just try to carve out a few minutes of your life that are for you and you alone, doing things that you truly love and allow those things to expand in your life so that you can create greater feelings of peace, joy, happiness, contentment and so forth and allow that to very slowly expand and in upcoming episodes of Healing Arts we're going to continue the journey as we figure out how are we going to do that and I hope that you will join me for upcoming shows meanwhile just know that I'm sending you lots of positive vibes I am sending you all my best and I'll look forward to seeing you next time on Healing Arts have a wonderful week namaste Coming up on the next episode of Healing Arts, so we've talked about what we value, but now we need an action plan to move forward, and we've got to have something to look forward to. Join me for the next episode of Healing Arts when we get in touch with our goals, our bucket list, whatever you'd like to call that thing that you're looking forward to in the future, so we can begin to create the life that we love and the life we can enjoy. Hey friends, it's Dr. Shelley. I have an amazing new book that's being released on May 8th that's called Past Lives with Pets. That's right. Have you known your little fuzzball in a past life? Maybe you have and guess what a lot of my clients say yes And in this book we will explore the past lives of my clients and you'll have opportunities to take guided journeys And see your own connections to your lovely little furry companions There's also tons of other exercises to help you recover from the grief of losing your pet you can meet your animal spirit totems learn how to communicate with animals, and so much more. So click on the links and check out my new book. You're going to love it, Past Life with Pets, coming out May 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide.